Jonathan. Hang on. Hey, Jonathan. Fuck you, I'm doing something. Hey, Jonathan. My review's pulled up. Okay. Hey, Jonathan. Hey. Are you ready to spin that wheel? Yeah, I am. You totally are? Yeah, I think so. All right. Is this a... Uh... Oh, where's the candy? Um, candy's over there next to the bookshelf. It's the month of spin the wheel intros. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. It's time for our only contestant to spin that wheel. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. Uh, yeah, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's do it. I got physical activity. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, not... that's exciting because you just woke up. All right. Here's your physical activity. You have just 10 seconds to figure out how to pat your head and rub your tummy. And then I'm going to ask you to switch. Ten, nine, eight. Se- okay, you got it. Ready? Switch. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Does not count. Six. Uh, I'm doing five. it. This is clearly oh, it. Oh, you got it. Okay, you got it. You you got it. You figured it out. At first, you were not doing it. You were pausing. You're rubbing to slap yourself uh-huh. in the brain. Um, is that is that it? Yeah, was that not hard enough for you? I mean, I can make it harder, but you just woke up, so I was going to go easy on you. I have more than one challenge. I just don't know if that makes an, in- an intro. <laughs> I don't know if me doing a visual physical activity for 10 seconds makes a captivating introduction. Well, I couldn't think of anything else to put on the wheel. I mean, my other option was that you get on the floor and do some mountain climbers and then try to do a podcast. Yeah. But- the other option was that I make you all out of breath and sweaty, and then I bring you back over it and tell you to do the whole podcast. I will just be asthmatic the whole time. Exactly. So I figured Um, I was going to limit our physical activities to rubbing your head and patting your tummy. (laughs) I mean... It's the month of only this intro. Woo! Do you want to know what your prize is this week? Oh, yeah. There's a prize and a consequence. Yeah, yeah. It's a lemon bar. Yay! I didn't bring it with me into the the studio. What the fuck? Why? Because I forgot. And all of our knives are in the dishwasher. So you're listening to everyone's a critic. Uh, This one here is the Internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. There are some others out there that are wildly uncurated. Um, But we what we do is we comb the Internet for the best reviews. And then we put them in an order that we think is going to be funny. And then we read those reviews to each other and to you, but mostly to each other in an attempt to make each other laugh and make you laugh in these times. I'm Jess. In these times. Um, <laughs> so I think I'm going first. Am I not? Am I, I think I'm going first. What did we do last time? Do you think? Uh, well, I did the chilies. And I did mall food mall food so and you went first so i'm going first yeah so what do you what do you got for us this time last time was a real banger like genuinely it was really good stuff um well i've just been kind of revisiting some older some recurring segments and some older topics because we are all seeking comfort and seeking certainty in these times so i've already done pious parents i've already done beer advocate i've already done some all yeah. recipes. Yeah. I've already done Yelp it on a mountain. Yeah. So it's time to go to the book, book nook. nook. <laughs> yes. And fingers fucking crossed. I'm going to talk about a book you've actually heard of. 
heard of or read? How how far are we going? I'm gonna go as far as heard of. Okay. Because some of the the very famous books I've brought so far, we haven't gotten that far. So I'm <laughs> I'm gonna set my sights low. I'm gonna set goals that I can meet. These are books you've heard of. Well, give me give me a final Jeopardy style category. What's the like genre that we're in that we're gonna be in? A la cuisine. Cookbooks? Cookbooks, baby. It's a cookbook. A cookbook. A cookbook. Uh, okay. That sounds really good. I know. Um, and as our listeners have, have been able to tell, I've been taking this similar approach of picking rec- commonly recurring comfort food topics, um, some of which are maybe just comforting to me. And frankly, that's good enough. Um, now, I do just want to say I haven't. We're doing one of those this week. It was not my intention. I went into... It ne- it's never your... You're always saying that. You're no. like, I was sitting inside of a subway, <laughs> knee deep in subway reviews. Wasn't my intention. Don't know how I got there. Um, But like, genuinely, I went into the research for this week, really trying to find something a little novel, do something a little off the wall that I hadn't done before. Cause sometimes that's really nice. Break up the monotony, you know? Um, and I was looking for inspiration and I did wind up on the food network and, uh, and, and it just kind of happened and I'm sorry, but it just kind of uh, happened. I'm not. So we are going to get hot with the dogs. What? I thought we were all out. <laughs> some fun crack open a bun and fill it with your processed hog and that's what i call hey that's what i call getting hot with the dogs yeah yeah oh fuck i cannot tell you how excited i am how excited you are for the rachel ray edition oh my gosh oh my gosh there's so many treats i'm just like so I'm, many delectable pork treats like, that the Rachel like Ray a, has given us. A fucking like woods bear just following <laughs> the breadcrumbs that Hansel and Gretel are leaving behind, and I'm eventually gonna eat Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Oh man, and they're gonna just eat them little, up. Yeah. Little morsels. I mean, that's how that story goes, right? A bear follows the the trail of morsels yeah, that they left um, behind, and then they get ate up by a bear. Well, but first, yeah. So they follow the morsels. The morsels are little cocktail weenies. Yes. Because the idea oh. is that you get you you, oh you turn you turn them into just a big pork product, and then and then the bear eats them because the bear just is really into like sausage, and that's kind of the bear's whole thing. That's kind of um, my yeah. I'm just really into sausage. So for new listeners, this is the recurring segment where an unhealthy vegetarian talks about hot dogs. <laughs> Um, and we do hot dog content and really this show has always been at its core, a hot dog content kind of thing. I mean, at its core, this is really a hot dog podcast. It's a hot, this is a podcast sponsored by the national hot dog council Um, (laughs) or whatever it's called. It's a real thing. Uh, but we do have a Rachel Ray edition because you know, Rachel Ray is cooking some dogs. She be cooking. She's kind of a joke. She's kind of a jokey joke. Yeah. Um, and uh, she does a lot of stuff with them good hot dogs. So All we know is that our friends who are book people did a signing with her and she was a terrible to them. That's what we know about Rachel Ray. <laughs> An unconfirmed rumor. I, well, not well, really. I mean, we I know mean, them personally. They were there. It was confirmed by them, yeah, by our so. personal relation. I mean, I can't confirm what she did, but hey, I what, believe them. Hey, what can you do? Um and we have a fun, there's a fun correlation between the two recipes I'm bringing because they're both about taking America's favorite food, the hot dog, and putting it in another of America's favorite food. And we are starting with chili dog nachos. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and I've invited a small duck into the studio. <laughs> um, And I'm not going to bother reading the recipe. Uh. For your spices, it does have two tablespoons of chili powder and two teaspoons of ground cumin. So really, like, really going out on a limb there. Um, We got one pound of ground sirloin and two hot dogs that are sliced up onto these nachos, which is just one sack of yellow corn tortilla chips. Yum. Um, So it's basically salt on salt on salt. Oh, as opposed to my favorite sandwich, salt on salt with salt. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. 
This is, this is assault on precinct saltine. Um, <laughs> it's just a fun John Carpenter reference. Uh, oh, I like it. So we have a five-star review here. This is from Gloria L. Because, I mean, how else can you get started with a Food Network no, topic? We, we than... all, you must start with Gloria. It's <laughs> the law. A five-star review by Gloria. For these chili dog nachos, I am always keeping an eye out for recipes that I can try. Oh, Cool. I mean, that's nice as opposed to forcing some other kid to try them. Somebody, you know, forcing an eight-year-old, you know, to try them. This one was simple and fast. I made some tweaks since we are both trying to watch our weight. Parentheses, I used ground turkey and chicken dogs. Low-fat cheddar, and I believe the chips were also low-fat. Instead of sour cream, I used non-fat yogurt with dill weed. It still came out amazing, and we had to control ourselves not to finish the whole thing between the two of us and the dog. What? Wait, no, hey, hey, because I was about to say, it sounds like you didn't decrease the sodium at any point. So please don't feed it to your to your abital. Please, please don't feed it to your poor little doggo. They don't they don't have the kind of system to deal with that much sodium. They better. Five stars. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's not funny. It's just a PSA. <laughs> don't, don't give that to your little doggo. Five stars from Erica S. It has a miraculous taste. Spelled, oh. spelled with, well, spelled, it has a miraculous with an E taste and make my mouth water when I first smell it. I really like adding extra beef. It adds more flavor to the dish. I like to add an extra E in beef. <laughs> it is an all around tasteful and delicious meal. For me, I would have been a, I would have an, for me, I would have an arugula and on an andive spelled with an A salad with balsamic vinaigrette in addition to the chili dog nachos. I recommend it to anyone who really enjoys food. We were watching Chopped recently and Martha Stewart called it an andive. <laughs> and I was so confused. I think she said endive. Yeah, she called it an ondive. An ondive salad. And I was like, girl, come on. We all know they're endives. Like, stop. <laughs> give it a give it a rest. <laughs> let's let's give these poor endives a rest, okay? <laughs> also, everything is better with arugula. Right? <laughs> you know they, my opinions. You know, they say they say that greens go through fads and that it was kale for a while and now it's arugula. Fuck that. If I am ready for arugula to have its day in the sun. Arugula is not having its day in the sun. Arugula is here to fucking stay. Everything is better with arugula. Everything's good with that peppery rocket. Ice cream. Oh, my gosh. We have a five-star oh review. Day. No, I want to eat arugula ice cream on nachos. Jesus. We have a five-star <laughs> review from Kaisa Cause. I, Listen, y- you said something really nasty. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a really open person, and you can judge me if you want. I That's how I feel, and that's how I'm going to feel. You're as open as our marriage. Five stars. Yikes. <laughs> what? I just was unaware. We'll talk off mic. Five stars. <laughs> By Kezai Ka- Cause. Chili. Cheese. Corn chips. Hot dogs. Are you kidding? <laughs> These are four of the major food groups for boys. Oh my gosh. This was the hit of the party. Everyone's eyes widened when I, I told them what it was. And the platter was licked clean in no time. Great recipe, Rachel. Loved it. I am so glad that we have finally defined boy foods. <laughs> I d- This whole time, I have been eating nachos and cheese and thinking it was okay. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh my gosh. Like if we just if we didn't have the internet for this, where would we all be? All the girls would be eating boy foods and all the boy foods would be eating girl foods. Yeah, and how are we why are we roping corn chips into that mess? Fuck that. Corn chips are free, baby. That's true. Don't gender my fucking corn chips. You can gender look, you can gender hot dogs all you want. I mean they're a little phallic, I guess. They're fairly phallic. They're fairly phallic. Don't gender my corn chips. Yeah. Leave those corn chips be. Leave you, them you're, be. You're going to pry those corn chips out of my feminine little fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a raccoon. How do you think this is going so far? I like it. 
four stars from G- Gene S. Four stars from Gene S. <laughs> in a Food Network review that was posted 5,547 days ago. The 525,000. E- <laughs> the easiest way to have your hot dog and nachos, too. I think I may try adding chopped chicken tenders next time instead of the hot dogs. This is, I am so glad that Rachel Ray came here and let people know that you can put processed meats on top of your nachos. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I, like, it's unfathomable to, to even think of it without Rachel Ray's help. Because otherwise, why would you look at a hot dog and think, this should go on top of my nachos? <laughs> hey, I know I already put chili on top of those nachos because that's a normal thing to do. Um, it needs a hot dog. Well, I, look, Whenever I here I am. Look, I'm look. Here uh, you are. Here I am. I am Gene S. Yes. And here I am. And every time I order nachos, I just love them little fuckers. But <laughs> I can't I can't for the life of me figure out what is going on on that plate. It's such a melange of colors and flavors and it all works so well. But I'm sitting there and I'm trying to break down like how can I make this on my own? And I can't get fucking anywhere. And I go home and I get my chips and I get my can of Wolf brand chili because it has beans in it and meat. And I think, hey, that's close. And it doesn't work. And now Rachel Ray has come and saved me four stars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> four stars <laughs> and now i'm thinking shit i can get tyson in the party i oh, can get fucking man. sarah lee in the party oh you know what we can just we can invite oberto to the party too let's get some fucking jerky on that <laughs> let's go <laughs> teriyaki flavored baby what's up i called my buddy jack slinks <laughs> now we're fucking now we're fucking partying i put a whole Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwich on mine. <laughs> I, call, I called my drug dealer, P.F. Chang, and I was like, hook me the fuck up. <laughs> I just went through the line of Panda Express with my nachos. <laughs> Told him to just pile that shit on. Well, let's go. Sweet and sour chicken, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and now I'm listening to Madonna at home and eating these nachos, and I am fucking rolling. I, you know rolling. what? I bet. <laughs> five stars from Teresa I really like this recipe of hers cool I made well seasoned with an extra S thin oven fires for the chili to go on (laughs) you're gonna set the oven on fire might as well do it thinly And after the first time I made it, now I add four to five thick sliced bacon strips and two more hot dogs and brown them in the bacon grease. But I cut then in small half moons and I added one tablespoon of crushed garlic because that's what it needed, clearly. It is amazing. Perfect with an eye, hot dog chili. Okay, wait. Um. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's go back up because I was giggling about the typo. And so this individual made... French fries? We're not doing nachos anymore. We have changed the recipe uh, okay. to just <laughs> so, chili dog fries, which, you know, you can get so, that in a song. So, bud, yeah, you have made a different recipe. And we have added four to five thick sliced bacon strips, missing the C in thick, which makes it extra, like, raunchy. <laughs> thick. It's that, like, quick, quick Most serve people are thick. doing two Cs now, but we're, it's, in this, in this house, thick. we spelled T-H-I-K. Yeah, it's extra grungy. Uh, and two more hot dogs. So that's four hot dogs, four, four to five slices of bacon, depending on how bad they're feeling that day. Um, and and then, potato. And, then, and potato. And potato, not and potato. corn chip. Okay, cool, cool. So just an inherently different thing. <laughs> nice. I like it. One star. We're going to change tone. One star. Uh-oh. From guest. My sister made these nachos for a party a couple of weeks ago. I want to emphasize my sister. Okay. My flesh and blood person that I love, part of my family. And she said she followed this recipe exactly. Well, with over 30 people at the party, every single one of them said it was vile and disgusting. (laughs) Drag them. Drag them. Get that sister. She fucking sucks, huh? Of course, some of the comments were more creative, like the ones that asked what she was smoking when she made this disaster. 
I mean, okay, to be fair, if I was going to pile some hot dogs on top of some chili on top of some nachos, I probably wouldn't take it out of the house. I think to me personally, that would be a secret shame. <laughs> you you would think. But so we all make mistakes. And here's, you go to a party with 30 other human beings that you ostensibly like and who ostensibly like you. I have been to lots of parties without people I like being there. True. True. So, <laughs> so here, yeah, based on that, then you go to this party with this dish that like you had a lapse of reason. It happens. It we happens. all make, we it all, happens. we all fuck up sometimes. And you show up with these chili dog nachos that Rachel Ray made. Who do you think is the first person to publicly make that very difficult transition from polite compliments that we all do because we're fucking nice yeah. to this shit fucking blows, Kathy. You know what? I bet it was the sibling. I bet that given <laughs> given that the sibling like two weeks later was like, I forgot to fucking drag my sister <laughs> on the food on network. The food. Yeah. I forgot to get on the, si- on the food network and, and drag my sister's good name. Um, so I bet I bet it was the sibling jumped right up on that buffet counter and was like, what the fuck was she smoking? Am I right? Jumped up on the counter did a full power squat, pointed at the big brown mess and said, what the fuck is this, <laughs> what? Kathy? Who brought this? Teresa. <laughs> I think it's what happened. Given, I mean, you don't have siblings, so you might not know. But if I was going to pick a single person out of a party who would jump up on a table and tell me that I brought the wrong thing to the party, it would be one of my brothers. My brothers are extremely kind now. If we were younger, though. It, it honestly tracks. It, it, it tracks because the person was so proud that like thirty out of thirty said it was vile and disgusting, and that this, this person just wasted their fucking time and food. What a what Where, a. Where's the familial love? What a hey, tragedy. My, hey, my sister made that. Hey, man, my sister <laughs> made that. Like come that, on, where's the where's the building up? I mean, that party is would have made a much better ending for Othello. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to yours. This is going to be a really recipe-centric episode. That's probably not good news. Sorry for those that get bored with the recipe stuff. Well, but I'm not reading recipes. I'm reading reviews of cookbooks. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so we're going to go to the belligerent bibliophobes book nook. Um, for new listeners, this is the recurring segment where I go on Amazon.com and look up well-known books and see what trash people have to say. <laughs> and today... We're starting with that kind of energy. Here we go. Well, because some people talk trash. Some people talk trash because they are... You know what? They say you are what you eat. <laughs> oh, oh, so some of these reviewers must have been eating a chili hot dog nachos. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have been endeavoring to pick books that I feel like a lot of people know. So I've selected this cookbook. We're going to do a new cookbook and an old cookbook. We're going to start with the new one. And I picked this one because it has a Netflix special. We are going to do Samin Nosrat's Salt, Water, Salt, Fat, (laughs) Acid, Heat, Salt, and Water by Samin Nosrat. Salt, Water, Sand, and Sun. Salt, Water, Sand. All you need for a good summer. And sun. Um, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Yeah. Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Um, which is a cookbook and a Netflix special. And I know for a fact you have heard of it because we gave it to your mother as a gift. Yep. No, I, yeah, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. I, and I watched, I think, the first episode of the special. Yeah. yeah. I watched all the special, but you watched the first episode. I, I did not like it. But that's, you know, that's just a me thing. So we are going to start by digging into the specificity of reviews. Um, because as we know, we read reviews to understand what is specifically wrong with an item. And DTHDLR893 does just that for us in their one-star review. Yeah, a questionable premise already. Waste of time and money. Not quite what I was expecting. (laughs) One star. That's it? That's it. What? Okay. All right. Um, so I just, I just wanted to... (laughs) So it just I just feel like that really hits to the heart of the issue. You know, we read reviews <laughs> to know what the problem is. And now we know the problem. This is not what DHLR, DTHDLR 893 was really looking for. 
<laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I, you know, they were probably expecting a bunch of salt, a bunch of Crisco, a bunch of acid, and a Beyonce album. That makes sense. It's like heat. Yeah. But what about the other end of the spectrum? What what happens when a, a review is a little too specific? Oh, now this is where I live. That last one didn't know what to do with it. This one, this is where I live. Let's See, get it. I love that last. I love when people get on Amazon <laughs> and are just like, fine, and you like it. <laughs> one store. I did. I didn't like it. I use it as a doorstop. Fuck that book. <laughs> Fuck that book. One star. It's a big um, doorstop. Stub my toe on it every day. Jay Messina has a two-star review. Overhyped and disjointed yogurt commercial. (laughs) Is that a misplaced review for the Goop Lab? (laughs) This book is all we wanted. How to cook without recipes. The author may be an excellent cook with good intentions, but her writing, from her voice to her structure, has no coherence. It may be because I am male. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Come on. I find her folksiness and cutesiness intolerable. (laughs) As she delights in cliches like, this wine and chocolate would be perfect for after a long day. (laughs) I, I, my testosterone cannot handle, cannot handle the concept of coming home after a hard day and enjoying a glass of wine. Fuck that. She also recalls memories of foods from her childhood and adult life with an annoyingly gushy and almost transcendental tone. I'm sorry, but saying that she almost fainted when taking a bite of an especially good cake is just ridiculous. She also mentioned certain flavors which haunted her because they were so good i feel like this lady plays with herself watching the food network oh jesus right right i feel like right perhaps that's a terms of service violation can we click the report button or like where are we at uh uh, you know what that's a pretty good idea i might Uh, (laughs) um so we're allowed to imply that people are jerking it to the food network in our amazon reviews well but i just i I always have to slip one review in all of the book nooks where I remind everyone that even in 2020, women are not allowed to be taken seriously and they get they get called strippers and they get called the, they, they get told that they play with themselves to the, for the food network in front of the food network because she really liked some damn good cake. And I'm just, I'm kind of sad that Jay Messina has never had cake good enough to feel faint over. Kind of sounds like a Jay Messina problem. It really super duper does. Try a tiramisu. I mean, have you had a tiramisu? It'll really curl your toes. Um, Yeah, I, uh, it's nice to have that kind of reminder that, that, that there's that there's a, a thin veneer of misogyny over everything over everything and i just refuse to let anyone forget it i'm kind of a broken record oopsie daisy <laughs> I, I can tell by your tone and your candor that that one really pees you off oh it really oh man it it really teed me off oh boy oh boy oh when i found that one i was real riled up missy ma'am has a two-star review. Okay. All right. Miss Bossy Pants. So this is going to be more of that thin veneer, I feel like. Are we getting there? Uh, you know what? I think we're getting there. But now we're gonna. I'm just going to let everybody be reminded that not only do we have a thin veil of misogyny, we have a thin veil of eternalized misogyny. That's the word I was digging for and couldn't find it. Just watched her Netflix show. Wow. Kind of an overbearing bossy pants who seems to be relying on past laurels from Chez Panisse. And she kept making disparaging remarks about home cooks. The biggest mistake home cooks make and something that home cooks don't know. They all, Those aren't disparaging. Oh, pass. And they all say that. I Well, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of the, um, 
It's kind of what you get to do when you go to culinary school and other people tell. I, you know, it's kind of what you get to do when you're like a food expert. It kind you of get is to like coach <laughs> home cooks that aren't. That's that, like kind of the whole. That's kind of the deal. That's like when you when you graduate from culinary school, you, you sign your diploma or whatever. Part of the fine print is you have to help home cooks. But, and you know, and there's I'm sure there's plenty of home cooks that cook just as well as people who have gone to culinary school. <laughs> um, but guess what? She kind of, she kind of is an expert. Like she kind of is a, is like a food. Person. It's like a whole thing. It's kind of like a whole, a whole thing. Yeah, like a whole sort of career that you've, I'm, you've dragged through the dirt for no reason. And all I'm saying is, I don't frequently hear Bobby Flay get called a bossy pants. No, and, um, that's, <laughs> and that's and that is Bobby Flay's whole thing. And he, uh, you know, if anybody is a fucking bossy pants, <laughs> it's Bobby. It's kind of kind of the whole deal. If anyone's an annoying, shrill piece of shit, it's Bobby Flay. <laughs> piece of shit is probably harsh. Harsh. You know, I think it'll be I think he's got enough money. It'll be fine. Okay. Are you ready to be positive? Yeah. Okay. Now that I've now that I've Now that you've really <laughs> took a shit on Bobby Flay. Now that I called Bobby Flay a piece of shit. Are you ready to be positive? Yeah, let's do it. This is a five-star review from HSH. Highly recommended to delve into the elements of harmonious food. It's a special edition. Please don't expect it to be an ordinary cookbook. One we normally find techniques and plenty of recipes. The present book, on the other hand, dives deep into the elements of good food, the nature and use of salt, fat, acid, as well as how to apply heat to prepare delicious food. It brings a profound knowledge in order to allow us to cook more harmonious and complex meals. More importantly, though, I feel this book brings a light in terms of inspiring us to be better food creators instead of food replicators. That is, instead of following recipes, we will want to try out new ideas to put together our own new desires. So... Just nice. a little positivity about the book before we leave it behind. That was good. That was good. Yeah. I think that was much needed too. I, um, it's a real, I mean, I remember, I, I think I kind of flipped through it before we gave it away. It was like really a good book. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Netflix show because I'm just not a fan of food shows that are serious. Yeah. I only know, like garbage. Yeah. I only process, like, I'm just a big liver for food shows. I just process trash all day and then put it back out into the world. And that's kind of my whole thing. That's kind of your whole thing. But I'm it, yeah. saying that too much. But yeah, I mean, it, but it was like a really lovely show. I just didn't. It was just like too slow for me. Yeah, I needed yeah. some like high octane fucking Giada De Laurentiis like shitting on some people that want to be Food Network stars. Like that's <laughs> what I need. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good book. I think, I think Samin Nosrat has uh, ha- has plenty of fucking credibility and acclaim, and like will will weather this storm just fine. Will weather this storm just fine. A well lauded and recognized figure. <laughs> So good. That's good. If your life is a fucking mess, send us mail on the pony distress. Hey, Google, what's my name? Your name is Hi, I'm Google, and I like to suck raw eggs dry through a small hole by poking a small hole in the egg and then letting it slowly dribble into my open maw. <laughs> um, I, I would like to thank a couple of people who have sent us emails. I really appreciate it. We are, if we haven't responded, we are in the process. Thank you to Quinn and Kat and Mary. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we've got our one-for-one one program going on. It's a, it's a fantastic program. Uh, if you send us something that makes you smile and is making you smile right now, that can be... Um, it's mostly been animal content, which is fine. Um, so, you know, it could be animal content. It could be, uh, you know, a show or an album that you like or whatever. Just keep sending it in. And what we'll do I'm is... looking for more memes. I want to know. I want to see your funniest fucking meme. We want to see your funniest fucking meme. I I could really use some Gordon Ramsay memes. Um, Quinn sent us a meme and it made me laugh. See, so there we are. <laughs> I want to see some memes. 
It's a one-for-one program, and if you send it in, you will get a mail-in rebate. Now, what you have to do with that rebate, and this is the fine print that they don't tell you about, you do have to take it to a gas station. And what they'll do at the gas station is they'll give you a ticket. And then you take that ticket to a different gas station. And eventually, we will get back to you with something that makes us smile that's of a similar category. Um, mostly animal content. We've talked about our pets a lot. We've received a lot of poems. We received some good poems. We received some good flower pictures. Uh, keep it coming. I want to thank at that Shway and listener Rachel for sending in some great, uh, great fucking things for our <laughs> one for one program. Um, we've also got a review that was sent in kind of by Liz. It wasn't really sent in, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, this is a review for a carrot cake recipe on Bon Appetit. Did you see oh, this? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, my goodness. So one star review on the Bon Appetit website. Uh, it's by Anonymous. I hate this because my dad had diarrhea. <laughs> and what I like about that is that the dad had diarrhea past tense anyway. So like, <laughs> you know. Seems unrelated. Seems unrelated. Um. And I think that is... The, oh, I've got a couple of iTunes reviews that I'd like to thank. Um, we got two new iTunes reviews. Keep those coming. They really do help. We got a five-star review from Astral Sparks. Thank you so much for that. And we got a review. And I did not mean to say the number of stars. It's just so ingrained in me now. <laughs> yeah. It's like such yeah. deep, deep and twisted muscle memory that I couldn't help it. <laughs> um, and we also got a review. And I'm going to read this one. This is a five-star review from Yelp Elite user. Parentheses fanfare. <laughs> nice. Uh, five stars. I have never listened to this. <laughs> uh, so there is a new funniest iTunes review for us. Um, feel free to go there and try to top it. It 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 it's gonna be a hard one to beat. It's gonna be a hard one to beat. And uh, do you have anything else? I am all done. You're all tapped out. I'm all tapped out. Damn, we got a whole second act to get through. Too damn bad. So we do have some more Rachel Ray material. Oh, some so dark, we're just we're sticking with the with her dark materials. Her dark materials, yes. Which are unfortunately food. So um we do have a recipe here for chili dog bacon cheeseburgers and fiery fries. Now that's a word salad. There's a lot going on. Yeah, okay. Do you want some help with me from me breaking this down? You said chili dog. Chili, chili dog bacon cheeseburgers. It's basically clickbait. It's got a lot of like buzzy keywords. Chili dog bacon chili dog bacon cheeseburger. So is yeah. this a cheeseburger with bacon and beanie weenies on it? I wish I could say yes. Oh, damn. This is unfortunately a hamburger that is infused with diced hot dogs. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> uh, it is It is one pound of ground beef to two hot dogs of beef or pork variety diced. I'm not okay and with you this. And do, you do mix those together. Why? Why? Because uh, uh, it's it's delish or whatever she says. No thanks. No, I. What's her? Oh, uh, uh, yummo! It's yummo. I, I'm. A, I, I, I just. I, I'm. You. This segment has upset me a lot. You know. <laughs> Over the the millennia. When when I mean when I when I bite into what can only be described as a Frankenburger, and I get that beautiful like textural variety of ground beef and hot dog emulsified pork. I mean, just yummo. I mean, what else can is just five stars yummo. I this honestly might be as upsetting as hot dog slits. <laughs> to be completely honest, oh, I miss hot dog slits. Five stars no, from William S. These burgers was awesome. Five stars. My wife loved it. My kids wasn't ready for all the extra stuff. I used Nathan's all beef hot dogs. Bottom line, they were the best burgers I ever made. And I love making burgers. Plus, the fries was on point. Had great flavor. I just don't understand the need for this. I do not understand the benefit of putting a hot dog inside of your hamburger. William S. is about to, is about to explain. Thank you, William S. Dot, 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 dot. Dope recipe. I wonder, was Rachel Ray high when she made this up? Oh. Uh. So now we're, we're looping back around. We are, What yeah. was she smoking? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, that person could have shown up with a platter of these fucking things. Listen, maybe Rachel Ray is this person, that person's sister. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, five stars for these hot dog stuffed burgers. I guess it could be burger stuffed hot dogs. I really need to count my blessings, huh? Uh, five stars. from By more Junie. Three zero three five. I made enough for my husband to take them to work, and the guys are begging me to make more. I didn't use chili sauce on bun; just mustard and onion was great. And I mostly want to linger on that first part <laughs> because here you sit. Here, I, you, here you, we sit. You have started a new job, date, <laughs> data entry, and in in the in the the through fair in the walkway that other people have to fucking use. The guys, and they're known as the guys, and already that, really, that's some salt in the fucking paper cut. In, that, in your eyeball, yeah. In my eyeball. Um, the guys are just standing in that fucking through fair next to the bathroom, and they're talking <laughs> about their fucking hot dog hamburger <laughs> that is left over and microwaved. So now everybody has to fucking smell oh. that delicious amalgam of emulsified pork and ground oh. beef. Oh, with the man. bacon and the cheese and the chili. Oh. It's a it's a fucking smell. Oh. And the guys are just like fucking you horny say, for it. You say she put hot dogs in that fuck? Well, fuck me. No, oh, that looks fuck. Can I get a little bite of that? Is that too weird? Oh good. Oh, that's fucking really good. Fuck me. And I I mean <laughs> And they just swear like that the no. whole time. Fuck me. Fuck me. Salt in this tip. Give me another heart attack. Um I mean, you know what? It probably does taste good. And well, in a in a in a in a really like primal sense. It probably like tastes good in a really like because it's just salt. It's salt and fat. Yeah. Yeah, and grease I, and like yeah, deep fried butter is probably pretty fucking dope too. If you go to a fair, but like it's uh, it's too but we much. don't need to eat it. It's too much. You don't need to eat it. It's yeah. too much. <laughs> we don't need to put hot dogs in our hamburgers. We don't. <laughs> I'm so sad about <laughs> it's this. It's such a simple request. <laughs> like, please, can we just? The world's falling apart a little bit. Can we not put hot dogs in our hamburgers? Can we not? Uh, can we not contribute to the downfall of our human society? <laughs> Just a little bit? We got a five-star review. Now, here's the thing, though. What if you took two burgers and you put two slit-open hot dogs in the burger and then you made, like, a burger hot dog burger? And you like the burger buns. Oh, the burgers are uh, the, the buns. buns. I'm just... Hardy's get hot- at me. Uh, five stars. Oh, it's like Hardy's answer to the double down. Why did they yeah. never do it? What the fuck? Come on. Get at me, Carl Jr., <laughs> The triple dickle. <laughs> Five stars from Alyssa R. In a review that was posted 4,951 days ago, I have never watched Rachel Ray till my mother-in-law came to visit. Uh-oh. Yeah, so your mother-in-law, a net negative. The first, <laughs> What an indictment. The first show I watched, she was cooking this dish. I don't know how to cook. She cooked this dish on her television program? I know, right? Okay. That's just sad to me because, like, I mean, we're joking about Rachel Ray, but I know she can cook. We don't have to make hot dog hamburgers on our television <laughs> programs, sweetheart. No need. No need here. I know, like, you're competent. Look, the, the fucking healthy recipes were not cutting it. So, <laughs> like, in order to get the fucking views and the clicks, you got to get those buzzwords in. We got chili. We got bacon. We got cheeseburger. We got dog. I... And fiery fries, which is basically a Guy Fieri thing. <laughs> so, like, we're really hitting all those target demos. I just am unhappy. The first show I watched, she was cooking this dish. I don't know how to cook, but I wanted to make this dia for my husband's Monday night football game. I made this dish, and my husband and mother-in-law loved it. I loved it. It was the best burgers and fries I have ever had. Who needs fast food anymore? They just need to watch Rachel Ray. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) There's a deep, deep, deep part of me that just always, which is why I said it earlier, 
that always goes, but what if it's good and you're the asshole? We don't need to do this though, right? Like I'm, I feel justified in that. We don't need to be here eating this hot dog hamburger abomination. This is Good Morning America. We uh, with us today. We have uh, we have Rachel Ray here with her new book. Who needs fast food anymore? I'm Rachel Ray. <laughs> She's gonna teach you how to put a hot dog inside of a hamburger. This one's gonna be really yummo. Let's get a pan nice and hot. Get a good sear on them hot do- dog bits. And when we're done with these hot dog bits, we're gonna put them on top of some nachos. Five stars from Peyton J. First, you cook your hot dogs like you would any other hot dog. Then you get some chili from a can, or you can make your own and warm it up. You should pre-cook the chili like 24 hours before. Then you melt some cheese. Any kind is great. Then you put the hot dog in any type of bun that tastes good to you. Then you put on the chili. Then you put on the cheese. Then for a surprise addition, put on some sour cream. And if you like some onions. If you would like something on the side, you can bake or fry fries. Or you can use some plain potato chips. Okay. We got a one star Wait, review. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sweet. This is clickbait already. Here's my recipe for chili dogs. You make hot dogs and you put chili on them. Thanks. <laughs> Honestly, that recipe was way more palatable. One star. This is by guest. Do you want to hear a one-star res- review by guest? Always. This one was completely disgusting. <laughs> My sister-in-law made them for Uh-oh. the Super Bowl party last weekend. Everyone that tried one took one bite and then left it on their plate or dumped it in the garbage ASAP. We would have been better off just grilling up some burgers and some hot dogs. But Miss Ray needs to come up with these insane ideas just to keep the shows going, I guess. I- so here again, we have a... We have a, a <laughs> A, a part of the family that has had to watch their food get dumpstered. Dumpster. And this one, <laughs> I I don't know what is worse, really. I don't know what's if everybody comes up and is like, what did you do here? <laughs> what's happened? Or if people, if you just watch everyone silently take one bite of your hamburger uh. and put it in the trash can. <laughs> I don't know which was is worse, legitimately. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, look, honey, they ate all the burgers I made. <laughs> the fucking person hosting the party has to go around and like Febreze the trash can every now and then. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to fucking just be nothing but hot dog and burger stank. Oh, that's a terrible smell to imagine. What's like, what's ha- okay, what's going on? We got that's my last review. That's your no, we got we got nothing. I didn't know we, that was my we last have review. Nothing left. We are but hot dog burgers in the trash. Um, <laughs> All we are is hot dogs in the wind. <laughs> Everything is hot dogs in the wind. Um, so now we're going to talk about an old cookbook. We're going to talk about the seminal American cookbook. We're going to talk about Irma Rombauer's The Joy of Cooking. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I was waiting. Genuinely, all week I've been thinking, what if I say The Joy of Cooking and Jonathan goes, what? I well, And I I'm, didn't know what I was going to do. I really did not. We were honestly looking trepidatious because I don't recognize that author's name at all. I do recognize the title, though. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I have not stalked, everybody knows that it's Irma Rombauer. I worked at a I worked at a shitty bookstore. I stocked many a Joy of Cooking. Not that the Joy of Cooking is shitty. the The store was shitty for unrelated reasons. Well, it was a major national chain. Sometimes you've already said. I mean, you you have told people on this podcast before where it was <laughs> because you said that you went to this company's university. I'm not gonna push it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Amazon customer had a bad time. <laughs> with the joy of cooking wasn't that's um like 1950 or earlier um the original joy of cooking and we'll get to this came out in the 30s okay uh, that it was, was updated in 1975 it was updated in 1997 and it was updated in 2006 gotcha one star from amazon customer book is missing over 50 pages <laughs> I love this series and would probably love the book, but the book I received is missing pages 259 to 322. (laughs) Not happy. I mean, you wouldn't be. Uh, 
And they could have at least, if they were going to like tear into your book, they could have at least done you the courtesy of like tearing in a like gun shaped hole or something. A rock hammer. A rock hammer shaped hole. A shaped yeah. hole, but no. <laughs> and then fucking the warden comes in and he's like doing the fucking search. And you're like, yeah, no, this is my joy of cooking. I just love to think about cooking. I'm yeah. not going to get to do it for 40 years. Freedom lies within. <laughs> Yeah, uh, freedom lies <laughs> in, that, in them fucking mashed potatoes. <laughs> Unless you're an Amazon customer, in which case you did not get the pages that had your rock hammer in it. So sorry. <laughs> Bebe also had a bad time. <laughs> Bebe? Bebe? Had a bad time? Had a bad time. One star. Make sure cookbook is not bent or crushed. The cookbook was ordered as a gift. The book arrived with the top left bent and the pages inside bent and crushed. Not suitable to present as a gift. Annoying that it has to be replaced, and hopefully the replacement is intact. I love the cookbook, and I know the recipient will enjoy it. Hoping my replacement is shipped. (laughs) I mean, that's just a classic whoopsie-baisy. I know. So I just, with the book nook, I I have to include some classic whoopsie-baisies, because sometimes people get the book, and it's beautiful, and... Sometimes you just get some garbage. Yeah, I don't know what it says that that to me is so is such a mundane, unnotable review. Like it, it sh- <laughs> like it should be tr- problematic, but it's not. Like that that's like pretty common. That that's just how it, that's just how she do it. That's that's just how that's just how it be done. <laughs> yeah. Um, T. Brit thinks this book is very very outdated in their two star review. I'm very curious because, I mean, it's old. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to hear. When I surfed through this book, I noticed that many of the recipes were either horribly unhealthy or very old. The fish loaf and cream beets come to mind. I looked up the original publishing date and it is 1931. Get a more up-to-date cookbook. I will keep it for inspirational reference, but it's not a good cookbook. <laughs> And I just, the original publishing date of everything, especially when it has had four other editions, is absolutely what you should go to. Absolutely. I guess, like, how, I guess that person was just recommended, like, they were look, they were asking their friend about cookbook recommendations, and they were like, yeah, try the joy of cooking. It's a good place to start. And then they were looking at it, and they saw creamed beets, or whatever you just said. Creamed beets, which doesn't seem like that old. I mean, fish loaf. Yeah, I what, just like, what the fuck is a fish loaf? You know, I'm really not sure. Fuck what I was going to say. That's where the comedy is. <laughs> fuck Never what mind. I was going to say. Loaf? What's a fish loaf? I imagine it's like a fish cake, but uh-huh. no. in a pan. In a big pan. In a big um, pan. No, I think, uh, well, what's a fish cake? I mean, I know what a crab cake is. Like a mackerel cake or a salmon cake. Okay, but a, but a fish loaf. Here, I'm going to, here we go. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's a loaf of bread that you put a big old fish in. Best two I think stars. It's, it's probably like an Easter thing, huh? Oh, here's a here's one. The published date was very old. That doesn't look good. No, do you it see does that not. Picture of a fish loaf. I do. It doesn't look good. So I, I'm just saying I'm on their side. Best. They were recommended the joy of cooking, and ooh. <laughs> I was looking for contemporary French classic cooking i was looking for modern i was looking for gordon ramsay a little bit of microgreen on top make it pop no what i got was fucking aspic <laughs> i got fucking hot dogs in jelly but what is the, this the joy of cooking has thousands of recipes in it mostly the, aspic mostly suspended in gelatin it's like a five pound book like, how many recipes for fish loaf can it really have? Which is still lighter than this fucking aspic I made. <laughs> how else am I going to preserve these hot dogs? I don't have a fridge. They're going to go bad. I got to suspend them in gelatin. Kay Patton has a three-star review. Political correctness run amok. No one's ever said that about the 1930s <laughs> through, through today <laughs> and before. I have numerous editions of this book. A dog-eared dual-volume paperback set got me through college cooking for my roommates. But PC has even hit the joy of cooking. This is a quote that they've put in their review. In 1998, the Sea Turtle Survival League officially complained about the joy of cooking recipe. It seemed that the cookbook's publisher was taken aback by the recipe's presence 
as were the conservation folks. No, 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 said a senior editor, promising to withdraw the recipe immediately. The folksy charm, said the publisher's spokeswoman, is that the book will still tell you how to make terrapin soup and show these wonderful recipes. In reality, you don't know people who cook like this anymore. I can't imagine cooking a turtle. (laughs) End quote. I have and do eat turtle. (laughs) I have had it in the Far East, Uh the Caribbean, and Oklahoma. Oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Right. Okay. The charm of the original early versions of the book were the presence of old recipes for things like turtle, possum, raccoon, woodchuck, and squirrel. (laughs) I have prepared them all. I find it a shame that the publishers have chosen to expunge American culinary history. Shame on them. Go find a used early edition of the book and refuse to put money into the pockets of New York publishers who see fit to rewrite how Americans ate or dictate how they should. Political correctness run amok. Run amok, they say, about eating turtles. Um, <laughs> which is like cool. I mean, I love a turtle, but like I get it. It's cool. Well, I just but think like, it's funny that the political correctness run amok is a, is a turtle conservation league going, oh, they're endangered. Maybe <laughs> don't. Maybe don't. <laughs> oh, this is going to be the swan situation again. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, we got to cut another one. What else is in danger? Are chickens endangered now? Oh, my God. Was what someone at the publisher said. Uh, yeah, those New York publishing companies dictating how Americans should eat. Um. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, we already had to cut honeybee stew. <laughs> I'm just really upset that all the possum... Recipes are not in the book anymore. And the woodchuck recipes. And if I understand my 1930s cooking correctly, you just put all that shit in a big pie. You know, Cover actually, it with a bunch of dough and lard, and, and, you, and you've got preserved food for a month. What's ha- what happens, actually, is that you grind the possum, and uh-huh. then you um, dice hot dogs, and oh. you mix it all together, and you do make a cheeseburger. You make a, cheese- you make a roadkill cheeseburger. Carol B. has a three-star review. <laughs> Odor. The, of the book or the aspic? <laughs> Don't flip me off. I, I do what I want. The only complaint that I had about this book is that there was a very strong odor of cigarettes to it. <laughs> and after handling it, the odor is on my hands. I don't smoke, and it's very offensive to me. So now I got to find a way to get rid of that odor or get rid of the book. Anyone have any ideas? <laughs> yeah, time to pick up smoking. It won't bother you anymore. <laughs> um, suggestion number one. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I swear to God. I swear to God those warehouse workers just like the hot box. Hot it, box it, cigarettes? Hot box cigarettes into their packages. Yeah, well, because that, that's like, y- you know, it's a good way to relive that nicotine buzz. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. when you've lost the ability to get that buzz, you just fucking huff and puff right into an envelope. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you just feedback that shit. That's, I mean, best guess, because this is not the first cigarette smelling product we have seen a review for. No, um, this is my last review from Mary. <laughs> this is not the first time someone's opened a package from Amazon and, and just gotten a big huff of Marlboros. Yeah, yeah. So something is up. Something's happening. Um, this is from Mary P. It's my last review. Great cookbook, but huge printing error. A lovely cookbook. I'll enjoy reading through it, it this winter. The only problem is the cover is right side up, but the contents are upside down. <laughs> Fuck me. Now, but here's the thing, though. If that was a stamp, it'd be worth a billion dollars. It would be worth a billion dollars. Unfortunately, your 75th edition of The Joy of Cooking being printed upside down doesn't get you anything. Except for a fish loaf recipe. Except for a fish loaf. Well, but not terrapin stew. Not terrapin stew. That's not in it anymore. Mm -mm. It's not in it. Mm -mm. It, it, A great Grateful Dead song. Not a recipe. Is it really? Uh, well, Terrapin Station. Uh, terrapin Station and Terrapin Stew are different. But 
Stations. One you eat and one is a station. It's phonetically similar. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic. This one is the internet's first and last curated volume of other people's opinions. <laughs> when um, this is archived, um, remember us. Most most of these people don't curate shit. We do. We we do. And that's how you can tell that we're always well organized and ready to go. We show up with this shit in some kind of order. And then when we're reading them, we think, oh, shit, that one's not supposed to be there. And that's always fun. Um, and you've spent a fun hour with us. And we didn't spend it with you because you weren't here, which is a shame. It's a shame because uh, you all are super cool and we appreciate you listening. Uh, we want to thank X-Ray FM for having us on their podcast network. You can head to xraypod.com. Check out some other great shows. They got some really good ones on there. Gender Reveal just had a really interesting episode uh, about people who are intersex. So I would suggest that one. Yeah, yeah, it was a genuinely really good listen. If you would like to get in touch with us, uh, you can reach us on email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at Critic Everyone, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. Like we said earlier, send us something that makes you happy, and we will send you something that makes us feel happy. Uh, you will get a mail-in rebate card, and you do if, have to take that to your car dealer. If, you cannot take it to any old auto mechanic. It has to be to your dealer's auto mechanic garage. And from there, maybe we can do business. If you're somebody who's comfortable writing a review, um, writing us a review on iTunes is super helpful. Thank you again to the, the our two new reviewers. Um, I If you'd like to review write a review just online... You can do that, too. We don't love it, but it does provide us good content. Um, you know, just hop on to some restaurant that was featured on Kitchen Nightmares. Give them a review. What's going to what's gonna happen? Nothing. Don't. Or, do, or don't is another option that you have for that suggestion. <laughs> I would like to thank the artists that do our very free, very cool music. That's Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. Guillaume Tucker with Bebop Molecule, which is our little ad break music. And... Steve Combs with Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of an intro. And I think that just about does her. I think it does. I think that circles the wagons. I think we're uh, ready to sit down, have a campfire, cook some beanie weenies, and and bring this one fucking home to the prairie. And on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. 